The Business Animal Podcast is proudly sponsored by WP Engine, your resource for managed WordPress hosting, and Keep, the premier CRM software for small business. Head over to thebusinessanimal.com for the best deals on these two amazing products. Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. It's Kim with Be More Business. And Kara with Fast Horse Photography. Good morning, Kim. How are you? Good morning, Kara. We only have really technically 15 minutes left of morning in this recording session. So we'll be moving into afternoon. Yeah, you're right. It's it like is. lunchtime. My stomach's getting a little hungry too. Yeah, I just inhaled a bunch of salt and vinegar almonds Ooh. this morning. That's pretty much all I've had to eat. So I'm running on sodium and nuts. <laughs> Well, that that sounds like a, a, a good way to run to record a podcast. Oh, my. You guys are in store for something interesting. Today. Yeah, let's do it. So actually, the topic we have today, I think, is super timely for folks out there. It's when the world distracts your audience. And as we're recording this, for those of you who are listening to this somewhere down the line, it is 2022. It is in the middle of the summer. And there is a laundry list about a mile long of things that have happened in the world, in the political environments, in activism environments. There's just a lot of turmoil in the United States in particular right now, but even across the world, there is a lot of turmoil. And what we want to talk about today is how do you show up on social media, publicly? How do you show up with your business as a business owner when the world is distracting your audience? So right now, conversations online, conversations at networking events, conversations everywhere are being dominated by these major news events. And as business owners, I think that we stress a lot about how do we have a conversation about business? Because after all, everything's blowing up with what's going on in the world, but we're over here trying to run a business and we also don't know quite how to join these conversations or even if we want to join these conversations in a way that shows up as healthy for our businesses. And so that's what we're gonna talk about today on the show because I think it's an important discussion for us to have regardless of where you land on any of these world events is how are we going to navigate or how do we navigate it when this happens? And I would just add, you and I have had so many conversations about this. I mean, we have gone back and forth. We've debated, you know, on some of the topics on how businesses should handle this sort of thing. And there's, when it comes down to it, I think what we decided is what we want to share today is just kind of how we feel about small businesses, especially in this climate, in the world that we're in today. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I also feel like anxious about talking about this subject just between, you know, us and our, you and me and our audience out there. I feel anxious talking about it too, because, you know, like you, I've come from such an old school, I don't even want to say old school, but just from an old school theory of business and where, how businesses should show up 
in the world and in terms of life events and world events and social events and everything that's happening around us. So this has been an interesting conversation that we've had. And we decided if we're having this conversation, then definitely animal-based business owners out there are thinking about this too and struggling with it. So we were like, okay, let's do it. Let's do a show and get, at least get people talking about it. Yeah. Let's have the discussion. I, and I know what Kara is trying to say there is my mother ingrained in me from the time I was a little kid. And by the way I was raised by the greatest generation, not a boomer, but I was adopted by my grandparents. So even though I'm a Gen Xer, I was raised by that previous generation. And their approach to stuff like this was you do not discuss certain things in public conversations. And those things include religion, politics in my world sports as well because sports can start a a big (laughs) argument but people always laugh about that but it's true I I do know I live right in a border town between Kansas and Missouri and let me tell you it's a really vehement rivalry between these two states when it comes to their sports teams so all of that said but religion and politics are are two of the things that you should never have a discussion about in your business it's not part of your business But as Kara pointed out, the the times they have changed and now there's a certain feeling or draw or expectation around having those conversations. And I think that line has gotten blurred a lot. And for small business owners, it becomes a situation where you need to consider what are you going to do in these situations? What, What can you do? How can you still be a business person? And how, if you want to, do you join the conversation or how do you choose to stay out of the conversations that are going on? So we have three tips for you today. And we're going to, of course, like we always do on the show, break each, each of those three down. The first of our big three is to keep an eye on current events and run your social conversations through a tight filter. And this is especially true if you have them on autopilot. So if you're using those automated postings, it's important to always check those against what is current out there. The second of the big three is to shore up your other marketing channels away from social media in particular so that you're well covered when things are rocking, current events are out there rocking the boat on social media and everybody is engaged in the arguments. And I would love to say they are conversations, but a lot of times they they do downgrade into arguments and sometimes really ugly ones. So if you have your other marketing channels short up, it makes it easier. And then the final one of our big three is to remember this too shall pass. And all of our worlds run in a secular fashion. So it's going to cycle through and we will eventually be back to status, whatever the new status quo happens to be. So let's start with number one in that tight filter that we need to run our social posts through and our social conversations. And one thing that I see right off the bat that happens with this is when you have your social media sort of pre-scheduled and something happens, if you are not on top of the social events that are going on and what those conversations are, and it never seems to fail, that whatever posts that you have going out that day may rub up against that social stance. Have you ever seen that happen, Kara, where, where it just 
just feels insensitive or wrong. And you know that the business owner really didn't mean it that way, but it just kind of occurred. Yeah. I mean, with social media and the fact that a lot of, especially bigger businesses, but smaller businesses as well, spend a lot of time batching and, you know, getting their posts together for a month, two months, six months in advance, they're kind of planning these things out. It's easy to happen. And I agree with you. I don't think it's always an an intentional thing. I think it's that they scheduled something, but that's a struggle that we have to deal with. Like we have to be thinking about that all the time. I think. And it's, uh, we have to always be checking and making sure what's coming out is still relevant to when we first sat down and put it all together. Absolutely. And we see this modeled for us in our world in different ways. I know Hollywood, there's been times that there have been things like, we'll go back a few decades to 9-11. I know that there were some movies that they chose not to release because they felt that they were too sensitive for that particular time period. So they just sat on them and released them later. I think in our social media and in our marketing, we need to be careful and and we need to run what we're putting out into the world through the filter of what is a current world events that are going on. That means that for a certain extent, as a business owner, you do need to stay in touch with what's happening out there in the larger world. I know that's another thing that happens to small business owners where we tend to be very very nose to the grindstone. And a lot of times we're so dedicated to where we are and what we're doing. Sometimes we're not even aware of what's going on. So take a few minutes every so often and and check in with world events and then go compare that against what you've batched or what you've created and take a look to see if there's something sensitive in there that maybe you need to redirect. The next consideration here is what happens with your personal opinion, your personal stance on things and how your business is going to show up or not show up or remain neutral in that situation. And I think this is the really interesting and also the most difficult conversation of all of the things that we're talking about today. And first of all, I do want to say it is very possible for you to have both a personal opinion, a strong personal opinion, and then also have a neutral business stance on current topics and political things that are going on. You know, it's okay if that's where you choose to row your boat is straight down the neutrality of the river, then I think that you are just fine. If you don't want to rock the boat or or get off onto a certain topic, I, I think that's an important thing to remember that it's completely okay with that. And there are statistics that do support that social media users do get worn out over political posts. And in other words, at a certain point, there's a tipping point that no longer does that topic, whatever the topic du jour happens to be, that it doesn't stay relevant for them or they're wanting to look for something different. But there are times that we want to consider or that we feel like we should be considering entering that conversation. So, you know, I mean, I think that that there's a fine line to walk there as to why you should or shouldn't. Every small business owner wants to gain traction in their marketing. After three decades of working with small business owners just like you, I have developed what I call my 4x4 marketing method. In just one 90-minute session, you'll discover the four major focus areas of a successful marketing plan, and together we'll uncover where your business is getting stuck. You'll leave the session with an action plan of next steps that engage your revenue engine. Drop by bemorebusiness.com to request your session today. That's B-E-M-O-R-E, business. See you there.
It's just a constant struggle. There are so many things that happen during the year and historically and that I have an opinion on. <laughs> if we were in times when we didn't have social media and we had to be really thoughtful and strategic about the content we create for advertising, it's a, it would be a totally different story because you're putting together like large scale advertising campaigns. Whereas on a day-to-day -day basis, we have at our fingertips an opportunity to spew into the world our thoughts and feelings. And it's very tempting. And I do see businesses go solid in one direction and solid in another direction. And I know how that feels, the desire to want to do that. It's something I struggle with on a daily basis. I always come back to the core of my business and try to to bring myself back to the fact that I'm a very small business in a very small community. And as a business owner, I have to remember that who my audience is and also that my business can be neutral and can serve everyone. Absolutely. And I think that the decision on whether to enter into a conversation that might be viewed as controversial or have two very opinionated sides to it is how in context is that to your business? So when Kara and I were kind of prepping for this episode, we were talking about, would you as a consumer use a business's political stance to either hire or not hire a horse photographer, let's say, or a dog groomer or a equine massage therapist or something like that. And I think the reality, and Kara pointed this out very appropriately, is I don't know if you would personally over here who has a viewpoint and who is going to express that viewpoint in your friends and social circles that are private. But as a business, when you start to take a stance on something, is it in context to your business? And I will tell you a lot of the things that are going on in the world right now, yeah. I have some deep opinions on personally, but they don't really have a lot of context to what I do to my day to day. I mean, I think we have to think about just down the line, like the messaging and all of that. And I, you know, I was thinking about this and I, when Kim and I were talking about putting this together and Kim and I, I thought to myself, the idea that, you know, in today's time, there's a lot of pressure on businesses to talk and to speak out. And there is an upside to both to some extent. So to me, if you, and you can tell I'm struggling with this, but to me, if you, if you choose to remain neutral on topics that are important to you, then you are leaving yourself open to potentially more business, which is what a lot of small business owners want. There's also a flip side of that, that when you choose to say nothing, when you choose to make no comments, when you choose to do nothing, that can sometimes say a lot about your business as well. And so that's where I think my struggle always comes in with this topic. So for me, when I think about, am I going as my business, to weigh in on a topic. I try to filter it or think about it through a couple different things. So I, so here are a couple things that I'm gonna throw out here. What to consider before deciding to speak out about a social issue as a business owner. The first thing, and Kim has mentioned this a couple times, is the topic relevant? Is it in alignment with your mission, your vision, and your values? As a business owner, can you make a difference by speaking out and are you willing to put your money and time where your mouth is? 
because there is some thought around, it's one thing to, to talk about it, but it, and it's another thing though, to actually have your business take action. Um, for example, has your business already been supporting, you know, this particular cause? Have you already been, I don't know, supporting other businesses that support the cause? Have you already been reaching out in your community and doing work behind the scenes, donating your time, donating your money? Um, another thing to think about is your clients. You know, will your clients agree with your viewpoint? Do you have a plan to deal with loss of potential clients if they don't? Not only potential clients, but loss of vendors and partners that you work with in your community, That the loss of that that could happen. On the flip side, you could totally gain new clients. You could gain new partners, but there you have to be willing to balance that. I also think that as business owners, that I, and I see this happening, we should not be intentionally using social issues that affect people's lives to grow our business. There is a term that I have recently heard called woke washing, and it's a term used to define practices and businesses that provide the appearance of social consciousness without any substance. And that really hit me because that is, it was like, thank you. You're giving me a term for something that I have seen out there. So I think that as business owners, we have to think and filter and really spend some time thinking about these things in terms of our businesses. You know, and then in the big picture, how do you think or feel that speaking out will impact your business? So as a business owner, it's sad to say, but we have to come back down to the aspect of working in the context of our business. And then one last point I want to make on this, because I think about this a lot, especially in today's you know, social media realm. As small business owners, there is a difference between how we operate and can function successfully in this world compared to a larger business. And we have to take that into consideration as well. Big companies that serve hundreds of thousands or millions of people have a different sort of leverage and a different sort of power than a really small business that is we're operating in a little tiny town of people. So, you know, I think that all of these things that I've listed, if you can sit down and weigh them and feel comfortable with each one of them, then you do it. You do what you need to do. Are you looking to bring awareness to your equine-based product or service or create a unique way for your audience to feel connected to your brand? Quality horse photos tell your story and breathe life into your marketing. They draw your customers in and create an emotional connection. Powerful images communicate your core values and highlight the benefits your product offers, ultimately proving your business is a voice your customers can trust. It's time to use dynamic images that define your small business and separate you from the rest of the herd. Fast Horse Photography's professional photo library features thousands of searchable images available for businesses just like yours. And guess what? 100% of those images are horse-related. Now, finding the right horse images for your website, social media, and marketing needs is easier than ever. Help your audience see that your brand offers the answers they are looking for. Search for the perfect images for your equine business right now. Spur your customers into action with FastHorsePhotography.com. That's FastHorsePhotography.com. I'm going to give you permission that if you don't want to get in the conversation, if you look at your business and you say, yes, taking a stance would align with my vision and values personally, but as a business, you don't have to make a public stance. You don't have to change the frame on your profile picture. You do not have to scream it from the top of the roof what your opinion is. You can support the things that you want to support quietly without 
causing a big scene over it or posting a lot about it. So if you want to still support those things personally and go over there and do fascinating to look and listen to those conversations. But as a business owner, I know if I comment on it personally, I am going to be commenting on it professionally because I don't have a lot of separation between me and this business. So I will a lot of times. We're the face of our business. Yeah, I don't, I don't tend to comment, even though sometimes I would really like to. And even more than commenting, there's other subtle ways that you show up in that by liking or even by being the person who follows or reads those. But those algorithms definitely work to favor that engagement. What happens to businesses and advertising and all of those things that we do when the world is quote unquote normal, they tend to get silenced by this bigger conversation that's going on. So as those arguments and engagement are consuming all of social media, your advertising, your blog posts that you're putting out on social media, the little posts that you're doing to announce the episodes of your podcast and all of those things, they're getting drowned out in that bigger conversation because that's what the algorithm is going to favor and placing in front of you. And chances are we all take or a lot of us take that bait. So in times like this, when the conversation is so overwhelmed with something that isn't even relevant to our businesses and our marketing, we need to make sure that we don't have all of our eggs in the social media basket. And now we're sitting over here twiddling our thumbs because people aren't seeing or engaging with the content that we're putting out there. So this is why it's important to have an email list. This is why it's important to make sure you're always building your networking connections. This is why it's important to make sure you have connections with joint venture partners so that as more than one voice as a as a business you can get heard to a certain audience and that you have other ways of reaching your customers and getting in touch with them during these social media crises so you're not left just with an empty bag and no one to talk to sitting over here in your neutral zone. So it's just really important for you to be able to do that. I would also just add that when there's things happening in the world, it can be regardless of your thought process, your stance, your beliefs, it can be emotionally draining. It can be exhausting. It can be social media overload. I mean, just overload. And it's it's definitely okay to take a break. I know personally, if I don't feel like it's appropriate to have neutral conversations in a time when the world just feels weird to me, then a lot of times I just tend to go silent and I tend to focus on other things in my business. So I'll write my blog posts, I'll work on my newsletter, I'll work on getting other areas of my marketing in line because it gives me a way to move my business forward. It gives me, and it lets me take a break from those areas that aren't healthy for me to be in all the time. So, I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. It's okay to take a break when you need to take a break. Absolutely. Do realize that if you do slow down your posting or if you do take a break and become silent for a little while, there will be an effect 
effect to your posts because honest to God, there is going to be an effect anyway, because everybody else is having the other conversation and nobody's engaging with Mm -hmm. what you do anyway. So even regardless of whether you go silent or you keep posting, there is going to be an effect to your social media. And you can get that back. You can, you can. Like you can rebuild that. You can, you can re-engage and you can pump that algorithm back up again. And I'll never forget when my friend Marcy from Marcy Joe Photography, I said to her one day, I said, oh, I just haven't felt like posting anything in the last three days. And she said to me, I think I've said this before. She said to me, Kara, she says, no one's sitting at home going, man, I haven't seen anything from Fast Horse Photography today. They're not looking for you. They're not sitting around waiting for you. But when you show up, they'll be there and they'll be ready to hear what you have to say. So <laughs> it, I, I think about that comment all the time and the freedom that it gave me to just step away when I needed to. And I love that comment as well. And it's it's so important to realize that that is the case and that you're not messing things up. No one is going to notice and they but they will notice when you come back. And probably the best way for you to start that engagement again is after the conversations start to die down and they do. And then everybody gets back into talking about all the myriad of different things other than the the topic of the day. Then, you know, buy a few boosted posts or, or run a few ads to kind of get your audience back in engagement, really post high value content so that people can really engage with it and and just get your numbers back up. It really is okay if you just don't want to participate and you feel like you're you're not going to get heard anyway, it is okay to step away. And I, I think that permission is a really important thing to give. The final piece of this puzzle is to remember that none of these things are going to remain permanent conversations, okay? They may last a really long time, but eventually it will change. And my mother's favorite statement when I was in the middle of a crisis, which I do get myself in crises a lot, and she would always try to get me to calm down and breathe and just remember this too shall pass. This too shall pass. So world history is fraught with events and distractions and businesses have always gone on to survive and to thrive. So the important thing to remember when it seems like the world is falling apart is to remember that you can stay the course, navigate your own ship, stay in your lane, whatever metaphor you want to use for that, and stay focused on serving your customers and consumers in the best way that you can and stay intent on seeing in the future what is beyond happening right this minute. Yeah. And, you know, you can support a cause quietly because for me, it's like if it's a big social issue and it needs to be corrected, if if history needs to be corrected, if the course needs to be corrected, then it doesn't mean that we're sitting around waiting for all the news to go away so that we can get on with the everyday, you know, running of our business. It means that stuff still needs to happen. And if we can find a way to support those causes and do the things that we believe in, we need to do that. However, the conversations that affect your business and have you, you know, still making your income and putting food on the table and supporting your horses and all the animals that you work with, that will come back and that will continue. And we can dive back into that side of things again, too, because we have to do that. We have to, we have to make it through each day, every day. So for me, this has been a tough conversation, Kim, as you can tell, and I'm sure as our audience can tell, I go back and forth 
constantly on what's the best thing for my business and what's the best thing for me. And I know you do too. And I know, gosh, I know so many of our listeners do too. I've had this conversation with other business owners and I know other folks are struggling as well. So gosh, is there anything else you want to add? It's filled with hate and vile behavior of humans and frankly, not dependent upon my political stance or my religious stance. I don't want to participate in all of the hate and the vile behavior. So, you know, it's perfectly okay to have these conversations with another business owner in a completely neutral term. Stay up, stay up front. Hey, I really want to talk about this and how it's affecting my business. And let's, let's make a pinky swear that we're not going to have a discussion that has anything to do with our own opinions on this. But how does this climate that we're living in, how does that affect how you show up with your business? And how can we support each other in knowing that no matter what road we go down, we've picked the right road? Because I really at the end of the day, at the bottom line of everything, I think that this comes down to I don't want to see any business owner lose their hope in their business over what is going on in the rest of the world right now. So we see you guys. We're having the conversations that you guys are having. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope it at least encourages you to put some thought into, uh, you know, what you're putting out into the world or not putting out into the world. We know you're already thinking about this. So we hope that we gave you guys some things to consider and that some of the stuff that we've included around kind of filtering some of these conversations that you'll consider. And um, we're thinking about you guys. So if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Find us on social media, The Business animal and Instagram and Facebook. You can also find us online at thebusinessanimal.com. And if you enjoyed this episode and you have a moment to rate and review on the location that you listen, we would love that. So thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, Keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.